Welcome into Honorado and Company. Chris Honorado and Ashley Miller with you here each and every Thursday morning at 10 o'clock on News Channel 13's Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And of course, you can catch us every Saturday night on my four at 630. What's up, Ash? Good morning. How are you? We're, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. A lot to get to on today's show. Our guest is Matt Gage, Broad Alban Perth and Sienna Star, now a key piece in that Toronto Blue Jays bullpen. Uh, we'll tell you about a Great event happening in Queensbury on mm-hmm. Friday. And if you're watching us on Saturday, be jealous that you weren't there on Friday. Uh, <laughs> we talked with Wayne Crabett last week. We'll go through the details of that great event coming up in Queensbury on Friday night. Some weird and wild stuff happening in Major League Baseball yeah. that we will get to on today's show as well. And, of course, the Stanley Cup final is underway. And I think the NBA Finals ends tonight. Let's get it going Ooh. on our auto and company. is Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpenhouse. Huge thank you to Alpenhouse and all of our business partners in the 518 on this program. Great support from the local community, and we thank each and every single one of them for being part of it. We'll detail some of those businesses uh, throughout the show. If you have questions, comments, throw them in on Facebook, Concerned. Twitter, or YouTube, and we will... Uh, we will get to them. Sam is watching. Sam, good morning as always, buddy. Good Joel, morning. I see your question. I will get to that uh, later on in the show. It's a good one. I uh, restrain myself from including mm-hmm. the Braves in any of our weekly segments, but you win. You know what I did think? Games, I will. I will probably yeah. jump in on a little bit on it. I did think today would be the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. That I would talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Uh, first, though, let's talk about what's happening. Mm-hmm. In the NHL, and that is Stanley Cup Final Game One. Ash goes to the home team, the Avalanche. No major surprise, but going up two nothing and then up three one. They needed overtime yep. to dispatch Tampa Bay, the two time defending champs. Outside of this series, I said Tampa's going to win it. I still feel that way, especially having seen them come back on Wednesday night with Darcy Kemper and that I just. Vasilevsky's going to be better than he was in that first period where he gave up three goals. He's going to figure this thing out the same way I, the way that Tampa did with the Rangers. I think the lightning figure out a way to limit shots from Colorado. And I think Vasilevsky stops the easy ones for sure. But then even some of the tougher ones, I I think he stands up in net and I'm, I'm giving Tampa a third straight cup. We haven't seen that since when Uh, the Isles. Right. Back in the 80s. Yeah, early, early 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And listen, I honestly, other than that first period, Vasilevsky was the better goalie. Um, he, the amount of shots he faced was significantly more than Kemper. And I think that's that's where I think Colorado has the advantage. Like Vasilevsky is the better goalie, but if he's going to see significantly more shots than Kemper every game, at some point it's just going to kind of even out. Kemper had 20 saves on 23 shots. Vasilevsky, 34 saves on 38 shots. That's a lot more shots. It's 15, 16 more shots uh, than Kemper faced. When you're faced with that much more, chances are the percentages are just going to go in more often. This is what was Tampa's problem early in the series against the Rangers. They were in the penalty box way too much. Yep. 
Colorado gets a goal on a five on three mm-hmm. Wednesday night. Um, and two soft goals, yeah. in my opinion, two soft yeah. goals and a five on three. So yeah. again, I just, I just feel like yeah. those numbers you detailed will even out a little bit. And I'm, I'm, I'm just going to lean on Tampa here because of the goal, t- again, because of the goaltending that yeah. that's simply it because Vasilevsky has been there and, and he's one of the best in the world still having done it as long as he has. Yeah, I think I'm still going to go Avs. I picked the Avs um, going into the series because, and despite the goaltending, uh, we knew they were going to face the best goaltender in the world, whoever that was, whether it was Vasilevsky or Shesterkin to come out of that series. I still think the Avs have the better offense in terms of just like they're high-powered, they skate fast, they forecheck hard. Um, we saw that a lot last night. And yeah, I'm going to stick with that until they prove otherwise. Uh, let's get to what I said at the beginning here, too, that I think the NBA Finals is tonight, over. Huh? Watch on Thursday night because I think this is it. Now, early on, I, I thought, well, Boston will win. They're going back mm-hmm. home. They're, they're a terrific home team. Yep. It's arguably the biggest home court advantage in, in the playoffs, Boston. They'll, they'll force a game seven. But then I looked at how poorly Steph Curry played, and I thought, this guy's going to have a huge game. Yeah. He wants to go back home, but he wants to bring a trophy with him. I think Curry is a huge game in game six. I think Thompson makes some threes. Wiggins continues to be that steady defensive rebounding force he's been. Yeah. Give me Golden State here. I, the, defensively, they continue to make it a nightmare for Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum has more turnovers. Mm-hmm. 90-plus turnovers in this postseason than any player in NBA history in a single postseason. This is a 24-year-old superstar, Mm -hmm. and he cannot control the basketball against this Golden State defense. Boston was one all year. Warriors were two. A lot of people don't remember that. They're as good as Boston on that side of the basketball, on that side of the court. I think it ends Thursday night in game six. Yeah, and listen, he hasn't been the only one. Every game that the Celtics have lost, the the thorn in their side has been turnovers. We saw it from Al Horford, from Jalen Brown. In the games that they've been bad, they've been really bad, and it's because they can't hold on to the ball. But for me, you said it, they've been good at home. They're only 6-5 and five in the postseason at home this year, so it's not like they've been great. They've been good enough at home. Uh, but when their backs have been up against the wall, they've been able to win. They've won two game sevens in series leading into this one. I'm going Celtics tonight. I think the Warriors ultimately win a game seven back in San Francisco, but I'm going to go Celtics tonight because I think when the pressure is on, obviously I think Steph Curry will have a big night too, but I'm going to go with the Celtics at home. And the Warriors are getting points. I think they're getting Mm. four and Celtics are favored by four. Morning to Jeff as well. Jeff Casey, a loyal viewer here, Marcel's Appliance Center. Johnny over at Marcel's gives his entire staff an hour break on Thursday mornings from 10 until 11. So they go to the show. Isn't that nice? That is really nice. And if he isn't already doing that, now he has to because the <laughs> pressure is on him to do that. You saw Carol's comment that uh, she's on Golden State uh, all the way. All right, we've got a quick timeout here, but I, I want to just let me. And Bill's watching too. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. Newlyweds, kind of still. Let me yeah. get to Joel's question here, and then we have a quick timeout before mm-hmm. we get into our dirty, difficult done of the week. Joel asks, congrats on the praise. I haven't done anything yet, Joel, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, how badly does the Ozzy Albies injury hurt this team that is on a 14-game winning streak? They're now four games 
out of first place in the NL East in a matter of about a week and a half, a little more. They have gone from ten and a half out to four out. Yeah. The Mets aren't playing bad baseball. Right. Right? It's just been yep. otherworldly here, and it, it yep. won't continue. It's going to end. Sure. Uh, they're off on Thursday, so it won't end now. But it, it's going to end at some point over the weekend, I think. Mm-hmm. How many? How many can you realistically win in a row without tripping up once? But to answer your question, Joel, it hurts, but not that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to play two months without the guy, which is what it's looking like it'll be. He's on the sixty-day IL. Um, but he wasn't having a great year. He had a really good start to the season, but he was struggling lately. So I think they can survive. By the way, Orlando Arcia on Wednesday night went four for four of the home run. All right. They, they called up Phil Goslin, solid bench player. Uh, I think they will okay. maintain without him. And then he becomes kind of like a trade deadline acquisition when he's healthy and ready to go. So I, I hate to see it. Yeah. And what type of player is he coming back? I don't know, but but it, it isn't like I mean, look, they lost Ronald Acuna Jr. And won the World Series. And won the World Series. I was just gonna say this is a team that's deep enough. They're built. Players can play multiple positions. They'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Fourteen straight. I don't remember the last team. Last team that won fourteen straight. Bill, Bill's teasing for us here. Yes, Matt Gage is on this show. Absolutely, we've got the Broad Alban Perth and Sienna Star on this morning show. Uh, live from the uh, the Blue Jays clubhouse. Yeah. When we talked to Matt Gage earlier in the week, reflecting back on his week plus in the majors, and uh, and actually hasn't been on the mound since we talked to him. So it's right. timely and current uh, talking with Matt Gage, who's been really really good in his major league baseball call up yep. at the age of twenty nine. All right, Ash, let's take a quick time out here on Honorado and Company. We're back in less than thirty seconds. Everybody, hang on. Dirty, difficult, done is next. What kind of stories that's been told on you That may be a lot of things in life you used to do If you can't give true love to me, I'll understand Just do the best you can The Galope Ultra, 2.6 carbs and 95 calories And now back to Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpenhouse. And a shout out to our people at Saratoga Eagle and Michelob Ultra, Jeff Vukalik running the show there. And uh, we are so pumped to have him as part of the show, Saratoga Eagle and Michelob Ultra as well. Welcome to Honorado and Company. Chris Honorado and Ashley Miller with us here. Brian is checking in, loves the show. We appreciate that, man. We appreciate it very much. Hang on for Matt Gage here coming up in about 15, well, 10 minutes or so okay. here on Honorado and Company. All right, Ash, each and every single week, we have a segment we bring the people called Dirty, Difficult, Done. Here we go. And now, Dirty, Difficult, and Done. Presented by Performance Industrial. And a shout out to our guy at Performance Industrial, Bill Miller. Whatever the project is you have in mind, no matter the size and scale, if it's dirty, if it's difficult, they will get it done. Performance Industrial. Check 
them out. All right, Ash, you are up first here on the Triple D segment that's probably copyrighted by Guy Fieri, so I, I know. apologize. I think about on, that every time. On our Triple D here, you are up first. All right. Weird stuff. You mentioned it. Weird stuff going on in baseball. But we had as close as you can get to a no-hitter without getting a no-hitter. This is my difficult of the week. Miles Michaelis of the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, how bad of a break is this? The guy goes to the ninth inning with a no-hitter, two outs, two strikes, and Cal Mitchell breaks it up, lines one over Harrison Bader's head, who was playing, you know, you don't want to give up a single. If you're going to give up a big hit, you give up a big hit. Doesn't make it any easier. The guy threw 129 pitches, the most this season, gets yanked after that hit. Can't even get the final out, but at least it allowed him to get, you know, the ovation and everything he deserved. One of the best outings of the season. This is a guy that's overcome injury. The team wanted it for him. It doesn't happen. Doesn't make it any less, you know, of a great outing. Just you don't get written into the history books because nobody remembers a one strike away from a no hitter. Yeah, was it was it just last year we had six no hitters in like the first two months yeah, of the season? It was lot. absurd. Um, basically ready to break that record. It didn't happen, yeah. and and so. People may look back on that and say, well, this, this isn't difficult. There are a lot of no-hitters that are thrown. By the way, I, I, I put in here comes one out short. It, you're right. It was one strike, one strike. Yeah. away from throwing a no-hitter for Michaelis, who I always look at that name and want to mispronounce. Yeah. Um, yes, a heck of an effort, uh, a heck of a heartbreak mm-hmm. right, to come that close and not get the no-hitter. I'm with you, though. Defensive positioning there by Bader. It's- Go ahead. It's tough. I, I'm. I prefer not to give up the single. If a guy's gonna hit it, you get he hits it. You don't want to give up a single to end it. He, he hits one over your head. I did think as soon as it was hit, I'm like, oh, he's playing too. He's playing too shallow. But you don't want to give up a single. I'm with you. He's gonna I, I pop would, one. He pops one. If it if it goes over my head, it goes over my head. If it falls in front of me, I feel really bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, really did, and did you guy. see this though? The weirdest part is. Wednesday night, so last night as we're doing the show on a Thursday, Tyler Anderson of the Dodgers takes a no-hitter to the ninth inning, two outs, Shohei Otani breaks it up. Not two strikes this time, I don't believe, but Shohei Otani broke it up. So back-to-back nights, two pitchers in the majors, take a no-hitter to the ninth and get it broken up. Rough. Difficult. It's difficult. There it is. It is difficult, and that's why we do this segment with this title. All right, here is my – Dirty, difficult, done of the week. The Houston Astros, two different pitchers, two different immaculate innings. Those are three outs on three strikeouts on nine pitches. This is unbelievable stuff. To do one in a game is nearly impossible. You got Luis Garcia, Garcia and Phil Maton turning the trick for the Houston Astros. Unbelievable. And beyond that... It was the same three batters in same both three innings batters. for the Texas Rangers. The second inning for Garcia, the seventh inning for Maton. Garcia handed the ball to Maton. Here they are. We'll just make them feel worse about themselves. I Nathaniel mean, Lowe, Ezekiel Duran, and Brad Miller. Those are the three guys you struck out in an immaculate inning in the second inning. You did it again in the – I mean, this is impossible stuff. It, yeah, Unbelievable. I mean, listen, That's what makes it dirty. I think I've only seen an immaculate inning twice in my time. I think twice in my time doing TV sports where I've put it on air. Um, Two in one game. 
same three hitters. It, I, I'm going to go out on a limb. Not real. It's not, it's a, it's a pretty, I don't know if it's a big limb or a small limb. It'll sturdy. never happen again. It's never in the limb. history of major yeah. league baseball. Will it happen again? Yeah. Yeah. You're on a tree trunk. Uh, yeah. That will not ever happen again. Exactly the way it happened anyway uh, in, in Texas on Wednesday night. And by the way, Luis Garcia uh, pitched for the Valley cats back in 2018. Wasn't here long, five no. appearances, three starts, but he was very good while he was here an ERA of 1.65. And he was a strikeout guy. Then Ash, I wrote it down 28 strikeouts in 16 innings for Garcia back in 2018, a brief, brief amount of time spent with the Tri-City Valley Cats. Listen, he is as much of a Valley Cat as every time Kumar Rocker pitches in the major leagues over the next however many years. We are always going to say former yeah. Tri-City Valley Cat. So he's a Valley that, Cat. We do that with a lot of guys. Oh, plenty. Uh, Kumar will pitch tonight. You're tonight. watching us on a Thursday at Joe Bruno Stadium. Scheduled then to go next Wednesday, Wednesday night. I would imagine that is it for him I think, with the I draft think next month. I think that's the plan. He may yeah. get one more, but. It, let me, I'll, I'll say this. If Thursday and next Wednesday are good the way last Friday was, mm -hmm. that will be it for him. Yeah. You don't want to throw a clunker out there uh, in your last start. He has been pretty good. He's shown that the shoulder is healthy. Mm -hmm. The velocity is really good. Yep. Um, he will be a first-round pick again. I read something a couple mornings ago that he's projected to be like the number 30 prospect right now okay. in this upcoming draft. My guess is he is a, a first-round pick again. Okay. Right? I, I would think so, but listen – what have we learned? You have no idea what is going to happen. The dude went to the Mets in the first round at what, 10 or 11? I think uh, 11. 11. 11. Yeah, I think it was 11. Went at 11 and things just totally fell apart from there. Who could have ever imagined that that was going to happen? So, I, you know, you never know. Yeah, no, you're right about that. You are right about that. Um, all right. Something to announce here on today's show with one of our – partners uh with honorado and company and that is our our boys over at novice clothing our our team they've got some hard-working females over there as well um our yeah. team over at novice clothing company has this announcement and call to the community for a little participation and health hang on everybody we're back right after this what's up everybody nick garrett here we're talking Cat 12, one month away from today, July 14, 5 p.m., raising funds for the American Cancer Society. We need you guys, and we need some more players, right? Yeah, we've got five teams left. So if you're a volleyball player looking to have some fun, raise some money for a great cause, come on out. We'll be at our new Novice location. Visit our website, noviceclothingcompany.com slash Cat 12 for more information. Lay your crown. And now back to Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpenhouse. 
Those were our boys, Nick and Garrett Bernardo, doing big things at uh, Novice Clothing Company, Cat 12. It is uh, a volleyball tournament that the Bernardos put on each and every summer, July 14th this year, money that will go towards the American Cancer Society. So if you like playing volleyball, you just like yep. having a good time, that is the place to do it. So think about it. That is a Thursday. It happens to be opening day of Saratoga. That'll happen at five in the afternoon. So you can go do your thing in Toga. You can get back down to Albany and you can support a great cause and uh, and the team over at Novice. I'll tell you what, you were in that commercial. I saw you sneaky fast. The hair is high and tight. Oh, uh, yeah. When I was at, the event, last, when I was yeah. at the event last year. You yeah. made it. You made the cut and your your hair was high and tight. Yeah, it is flowing <laughs> today in every which direction when I've already been up for a number of hours. Oh, yeah. This is sometimes the way uh, it looks. All right, when we come back here on Honorado and Company, Matt Gage from the Blue Jays Clubhouse will join the show to talk about his major league experience called up more than a week ago. Yep. His first trip to the bigs after what, Ash, you said eight, nine years, nine years. in the minor leagues. Yep, grinder. Um, He's a grinder. Yes. Yes. Good for him. Yep. Happy to see him succeeding in this role. We're going to talk with Matt Gage from Broad Alban, Perth and Siena next right here on Honorado and Company. Alpenhaus RV is celebrating 58 years of family fun and camping during our anniversary sale. Shop big anniversary savings on an even bigger selection of RVs. Choose from new 2022 Avenger travel trailers for $194 a month and new 2022 Colorado travel trailers for $228 a month. Plus, all 2020 and newer RVs come with our exclusive lifetime warranty. Proudly serving you since 1964 and generations to come. Don't miss our 58th anniversary sale at Alpenhaus RV. And now back to Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpenhaus. Welcome back to Honorado and Company. Chris Honorado, Ashley Miller, and Matt Gage, Major League Baseball player. Matt Gage, <laughs> Matt, it is it is so good to take a little time to catch up with you, man. After Broad Alban, Perth, and Siena, thank you for doing this. We appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. Here was the deal. Congratulations. Said, yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank it's you. been a long it's been a long time for you. We know we've been watching that journey. And I said, I'm like, man, this has to be so special because too many guys, not too many guys, but so many guys just kind of ascend quickly and don't know what it's like to grind. You know what it's like to grind. Yeah, for sure. It, it was a long time in the minor leagues and just playing. But it's it is what it is. And it's just my story. And I'm just happy to be here. Finally, get an opportunity to do this. We said uh, we have to wait until he actually gives up a hit to have him on the show. <laughs> so it took like a week to get you on the show because it took you a few appearances to actually allow even a, a base runner, forget a hit. But, man, three innings, and I know three people, yeah, three, but three appearances here, Matt. You were, I mean, flat out dominant in your first appearance, quite <laughs> frankly. It's been very cool to hear Dan Shulman say yeah. Matt Gage with the strikeout. Um Take us back to the call when you find out from your your minor league manager that you're going up or however you found out. Was it social media? I don't know. And then, you know, what it was like to put on the big league uniform, man. Yeah, so actually we were coming across from uh, Rochester back to Buffalo. And me and my wife actually got into a hotel room and uh, got a phone call from my manager. 
And he was like, hey, uh, you're going to meet the team at the airport. He said, you don't know if it's it's a definite or not, but, you know, you're going to go to Kansas City with the team. So congratulations and just get your stuff and head over to the airport. So we kind of scrambled and threw some stuff in a bag. I had to run over to the field. Luckily, the travel secretary in the big leagues called me and said, you got two hours before we get to the airport. So I had a little bit of time. So packed all my stuff, got, in the, got to the airport in Buffalo, jumped on a charter flight and flew to Kansas City. Uh, got to the field the next day and got pulled right into Charlie's office. And they said, hey, you're active. Congratulations. And luckily enough, we were winning eight nothing. And I was able to get the last three outs in the game. And it's just it was it's surreal. I still can't wrap my head around being here. And it's just amazing to even have this opportunity. And with that short notice, let me quick, real quick, Ash, with that short notice, Matt, you got family. Mm-hmm. in Kansas City in time to see you pitch. That's, that's difficult to do with the short notice you had. For sure. I, I called everybody. I called the people that I wanted to call, especially when who's been in my corner. So I called everybody that I wanted to and told them what was going on. And my family said, even if you don't get activated, we're still going to come see you. It's going to be nice to even see you at a big league ballpark. So luckily enough, I got activated and everyone was there. So it was it was nice to have everyone there and being able to experience that with everybody is was just amazing. A roller coaster of emotions. Like you said, everything just kind of happens so fast and you're in first game, you're active, then you're pitching. When does it actually sink in that you did it? Is it like the next day? And, and did you have a chance to even be nervous? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I did an interview pregame or it might've been after the game, but someone asked me, at your age, you still get butterflies. And and the thing is, is like being 29, it's it's still a game. It's the mound still 60 feet, six inches. And what really, really hit me was when I stepped on the mound and the PA announcer came on the, the speakers and said, making his major league debut before I threw my first pitch. That was kind of like, all right, you did it. But it was three seconds, and then it was, all right, go attack the hitters, and you're up eight, and just get out as fast as you can. So the game's still the same. The, the mound doesn't change. So it's just get as many outs as you can get and as fast as you can get them. Having waited as long as you did, Matt, and worked as hard as you did to get to that point, though, do you take that? I know this isn't the athlete mentality. I'll ask it because I'm not the athlete. Do you take that mound and think, if I screw this up, I may not get another shot. And and obviously you didn't and you stuck. And I, I would imagine you're in that bullpen now for quite a while. <laughs> I mean, you don't really think about that. You just, you're just competing. You just got that competitive edge and it's just go out there. You have the scouting report and just try to execute as best as you can. You work with uh, the pitching coaches and the bullpen coaches and you, you have a game plan going in. So when you see the three guys you got, you go over a last quick scouting report before you go in the game and, I was able to execute the way I could. And then uh, the third game in Kansas City, I was able to execute again. I ended up walking Nicky, but it is what it is. I threw some competitive pitches, and he, had, he was just looking for a ball out over the plate, and I went in 3-2, and he didn't even sniff it. And then uh, coming back last night, it was the same thing. And it was just trying to execute and throw and to get it out. It's quick, <laughs> and honestly. Matt, I know in baseball, teams change so much. You get traded, picked up by other teams, and then I'm sure guys go up and down enough that some of the big leaguers who are up there, 
you know, consistently are used to guys coming up, making their major league debut. But what has the reception been like from some of those guys? Like you've got some of the biggest stars of the game on your team that are like household names that people talk about every day as their favorite players. Yeah, it, it, these guys made it very special, especially when in Kansas City when we won. Uh, George actually is one of the guys who led everything and led the celebration, and he, he made it very special. And I actually got to experience uh, it with Teoscar. Teoscar, I think, had his 500th hit in the big leagues that same game. So we were able to celebrate together, and these guys have, have welcomed me with open arms. Um, it was it was good that I was able to be in big league spring training with a lot of these guys, so I have a report with them. Um, so just you know, being being the guy that I am and being nice to everybody and everyone's nice to me. So as long as you're as long as you're a good clubhouse guy, these guys are very good to you. So and these guys have just welcomed me with open arms in the bullpen in the clubhouse, really everywhere. So it's just it's awesome to be a part of. That's for sure. Matt, we won't keep you too much longer, buddy. Uh, Ash, this show goes where we go. Mm -hmm. I'm at Dag's gym in Schenectady right now. We're working on a very cool story about Zach Rads, who is the News Channel 13 high school basketball all-star at Troy. He's playing in a tournament we'll tell you about that is run by Tracy McGrady. It's it's an incredible yeah, story. Cool. I really didn't know much about it before Zach reached out to us. Um, you are at work. Matt is in Toronto. Um, but Matt, you'll see up in the screen, Alpenhouse is our main sponsor, not far from your hometown. Uh, speaking of BP, can we get some pizza su supreme mm. in the clubhouse? Is there oh, a yeah, the from the Listen, Calderones? The Calderones are like your biggest yeah. fans. Joe Calderon, uh, you are the greatest thing to come out of Broad Open Perth ever. <laughs> and Vinny, I'm sure too. <laughs> yeah, I love those guys. Uh, I don't know if we could get that, uh, get that shipped all the way up here. Uh, <laughs> we don't really come close to Broad Open, so... If uh, if the Calderones want to make a make a drive, I, I would be gladly to appreciate it. So uh, those guys are great. They've been in my corner since the very beginning, and and having the support throughout this journey, uh, just when I made my major league debut, seeing all the support I've had and all the the texts and the comments and everything, it, it's it's amazing just to have that support in my corner. And like I said, it's been eight years and. Just seeing the the overwhelming uh, support is is unbelievable from home in Albany and really everywhere. It's I've had I had text messages from former teammates, from former coaches, from other organizations that I've been with, and just everyone's really happy that I'm giving getting my opportunity. And it's just it's a blessing, that's for sure. I was going to say Albany seems small when you talk about the major leagues, but it has to be even crazier to be from a place that is infinitely smaller than that. Like the community of Broad Alden, Perth and Gloversville, everyone knows everyone. So yep. you're like the biggest thing going out there. I can't imagine what your phone was like. I, I want to go, I'm just going to take a drive out to Broad Alden and Gloversville and see if there's any signage. I'm sure people have signs <laughs> up. Like it's such a cool place where people throw their support behind their own. And that's a really cool thing. And I can't imagine what that was like for you. Yeah, my phone, my phone didn't really stop for like three days. Honestly, I just, I just kept getting texts and comments and everything. Really, it was, it was amazing. Just like I said, I there's people that I really haven't talked to since high school that have been following me, and I didn't even know it. Uh, they reached out and said congratulations, and it's, it's amazing to have that support from such a small community. And honestly, I really haven't been home all that often just because playing baseball in the summer and then going to winter ball for another two and a half months and then going right to spring training. I really only had 
like a month of January off and then I was off the spring training. So I just try to see my family once in a while. And that was really it. So hopefully this year I don't have to play some winter ball and I can get back up north and kind of try to see everybody in the community and, you know, give back a little bit. Matt, this is the last one for me, and I'll, I'll let Ash have the last say. Uh, when you get old like me, you start to think about this stuff. Uh, you're only 29, but was there ever a moment where you got really close and you didn't get the call to the majors and you thought, how much longer am I going to do this? Did you have that conversation with your wife at all? Did you have it internally? And were you ever close at any point? Well, honestly, always think you're close. You, you really don't know because you don't want to play GM, but – in the past, when I was younger, I definitely played GM as much as I could. And it, it, it's not a great place to be because you go out there and you are having success and you throw three, four times really well. And you're always like, all right, maybe another one, maybe one more, maybe then I get my chance. And then you go out and you don't do well. And then it might not even be the case. Like the organization might not even look at you and have different plans ahead of you. So you just don't really know. So you got in your own head about some stuff and it's just not worth it. And honestly, when I came back to the States uh, last year with the D-backs, I really played it a little bit, but very, very, very small because it was just an opportunity for me to get back into the States and kind of showcase what I've changed. Um, and then this year, honestly, going to big league spring training, having the talks with Charlie and Pete and them saying, you know, we sign guys and everyone needs to know their role. And knowing that I was a minor league depth piece, and if there was a chance and there was an open roster spot and I've thrown well, I might get an opportunity. And that's that's all I think thought of it as is just go out and do what I can do, and you know be in AAA as long as I can, and you know throw up some good numbers. And if there's an opportunity, there's an opportunity. If there isn't, there isn't. So I didn't really play GM this year. And honestly, I talked with some guys down when I was in the minor leagues this year. I told them I said, if you want to play GM, I advise you to go play MLB the Show or Madden because that's where you can be the GM, and <laughs> then you can make your own decisions. Because right now you just don't know what their organization's thinking because. They, every guys get hurt all the time. They they have plans for other guys and prospects. So there's been points in my career where I thought I was close and I might not even have been even anywhere near it. And there might've been times where I was and just, you just never know. So you just got to go out there and pitch when you can and try to put up as many good numbers as you can. And when the opportunity is there, it's there. Matt, last thing for me, what's been the coolest part of being able to say you're a major leaguer of the whole experience? Um, it's a good question. Honestly, it's, it's just being able to have the asterisks by your name, honestly, being, being able to say that I've, I've, I reached the dream. I, I accomplished the goal and just being able to say that I'm a big leaguer, even if it's for a cup of coffee, but I'm just trying to embrace every day. I'm trying to be where my feet are and just not look ahead and go day by day. Cause anything can happen at any single day. So I'm just trying to be, be a part of this, but I will say, the one nice thing about the Rogers Center is in the bullpen, we have some seats that look that are above the wall. And I sat there for most of the game last night and being under the lights and the open roof. And it was it was an amazing view. And I, I can't put that past anything. It's one of the best things that I've ever seen. And again, it's just great to be a part of this. Well, Chris and I have heard great things about Toronto. I've never great been. Town. So if we come visit, We'll probably hit you up for tickets. <laughs> Great <time. laughs> Sounds good. Congratulations, Matt. Enjoy. Matt. Fifth, Thank you. fifth player from Siena. 
to make it to the bigs first since John Lennon. So it's been a while. Um, I know small yes. college too. And they're proud of you and the, the yellow and gold Tony Rossi still at it here yeah. in Loudonville, man. That guy yeah. is, he's unbelievable. It's, it's actually nice because John's actually one of our mental performance coaches in the minor leagues. So I was able to talk to him a lot during spring training and just having that connection in the clubhouse was, was a lot of fun. That's cool. Well, Matt, enjoy the heck out of this, man. We appreciate the time. Good luck the rest of the way. You mentioned a cup of coffee. Uh, you're beyond that, man. You're onto the breakfast sandwich at least. Uh, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy it, buddy. We're the entire five one eight is is thrilled and glued to Blue Jays baseball now. Thank you, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it. At Marcello's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Genair, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. Fire, water, smoke, mold, and sewage cleanup. Reconstructing your home after a disaster can be both stressful and demanding. KPM Restoration will work quickly to restore your home. We'll help provide complete damage restoration to your property. My problem was that uh, I was traveling. There was a leak in my basement. We called KPM. They came in at 9 o'clock at night and were there till 2 o'clock in the morning until the problem was solved. KPM Restoration. We'll get you back to normal. And now back to Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpenhouse. Fired up for a guy like Matt Gage doing big, big things in his major league debuts with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays out of that bullpen. Uh, an important piece. Gage is as a lefty out of the pen, but if you've seen the highlights on News Channel 13, that dude is striking out righties as well. He is yep. no lefty specialist. That's for sure. Fun to catch up with Matt a little bit. Somebody who I really didn't know that well. He was drafted okay. in 2014, I believe. Okay. So he was not in high school when I was here. I knew him really only through Siena. But uh, when he got the call, you could feel the yeah. the fervor of, of that corner of the capital region fired up for their guy. Yeah, I was going to say, I've been in the market since 08. So I definitely remember... I mean, covered him a lot at Siena, but I remember him being at BP and there been, being a lot of talk about a big lefty who, you know, was going to go to Siena. Could he be a prospect? Um, and he's he's more than a prospect. He's he's done it. Yeah. Yep. An no easy guy to root it. for. Easy. Um, just yep. a, a really nice guy, humble. Um, and like we said, when you grind for that long in the minors, it's, it's about time he gets his shot. He's earned yep. it. Pretty cool. Um, we've got comments loaded up here that I'm going to get to, I promise, before the end of the show. If you have questions or comments you want to throw at us, uh, we will have time to do that before the end of the show. So, Sam and, and Nick, uh, I see you. But before we get to that, Popeye's Louisiana Fast Minute on the deck here. Ash, you are up first. All right. We talked a lot about the Live Golf Tournament last week and how controversial it was. My favorite part of this week not necessarily hearing from these guys, but Rory takes the opportunity to go out, defend his title 
at the RBC Canadian Open. It was a wild scene. It was everything you wanted the PGA Tour stop to be. It was, and, and Rory said it, he said, it's a moment I will never forget. And this is why you play on the PGA Tour. Because, because of moments like this, they mean something. Afterward, he was asked about the live guys. And he said, basically, you're taking the easy way out. So good for him for taking his shot. Because you know what? Rory pretty much wins every press conference these days. He said, I get it for the older guys. The older guys, they're they're kind of on the other side of their prime. They're going to go compete and make money for to set them up for retirement. But he said, there's no excuse for the young guys who have the ability to compete at this level. This is where they should be, not over on the live tour. So good for him. Yeah, I'm with you. Look, it, it's easier to talk. And I'm not saying he he wouldn't have done it in another situation, but it's easier to talk well, after you've won, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that you know, was the perfect platform yep. to – for Rory to take his shot and good Absolutely. for him. And that, and look, he's going to be, it's difficult in life to do that, knowing that in a short amount of time, you will be confronted by some of those people, yep. Mickelson, Kevin, Na, mm-hmm. uh, DJ, they're playing in the U S open. So Rory will certainly see them as it has already started on, on NBC and news channel 13. Um, yeah. Rory I, I, will be the least like of their problems. Yeah. They're going to get it from every which way. I mean, it it'll it's not going to stop for them. Could you have it in a worse city than Boston? Oh, they're they gonna, are I mean, going to. They're going to crucify them. Yeah, they. I mean, there it will be incessant. It will be incessant. Now, now you know, you know how I get with stuff like this. While I don't, while I don't agree with those guys going to play on the live tour. Um, how great would it be just as a storyline if, if one, of, one of the live guys wins the open? Yeah, I, I don't want it. Awesome. I don't want it to happen because it's too too much of the villain winning. I, I like I want I want someone in it. I want like a Rory the, the situation we had last week, Rory Finau and uh, JT. I want a a close match down the stretch, shot for shot with a live guy versus a guy like Rory. But I want the Rory or who's someone on the PGA Tour to come out on top. Okay. The because that is or the speeds. Okay. That's going to inspire the crowd. Like that crowd will be crazy if there's a live guy in it at the end. Yeah. It'll this be is, crazy. This is Sam reacting to my idea of a live guy. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Be an, it would be a nightmare. And, and look, mm-hmm. I I enjoy controversy when it mm-hmm. comes to my sports at times. It, it creates storylines. And, and I'm going to – but I'm, I'm with you. You know what? You spin it that way. Yes, give me the drama I mean, on Sunday, villain versus yep. whomever who's decided to stick with the PGA Tour. Okay, I I, I can get down because with that. now yeah. you don't need uh, not that you don't need Tiger, but now ratings are probably going to be higher than they've ever been mm-hmm. for a tournament like the U.S. Open that doesn't if if Tiger's not in. You know what I mean? At the end, ratings will probably be higher than they've ever been because of all of the drama and controversy surrounding it. So I like it. Yeah. And look, maybe Jay Monahan's known all along kind of what he's doing here. Of I'm going to drum up more interest by mm-hmm. by being part of this conversation and saying what he has said here so far, too. That's that's possible. Yeah. Uh, either way, it's it's going to be a fun weekend uh, in the Boston area because yep. of what is happening worldwide with the sport of golf. All right. Here is my Popeye's Louisiana Fast Minute. Aaron Judge and Pete Alonso are going to be the Major League Baseball MVPs this year. Both MVPs coming 
from our New York teams. Judge leads all of Major League Baseball in home runs, 25 of them after he hit another on Wednesday. Alonzo second with 18. Judge is not only hitting home runs, Ash, he's first on the Yankees in homers, hits, and RBIs. He's played in 60 of the 62 games for the team. Alonzo's been even better. 63 games played in 64 total for the New York Mets. He leads the Mets in homers, RBIs. He's second on the team in hits and walks. He's second in all Major League Baseball in home runs and RBIs. Both of these guys are absolute monsters. And oh, by the way, they're playing for the two best teams in all of baseball. Yankees and Mets are the only two teams in baseball with more than 40 wins as we sit here on June 16th. Both your MVPs will come from the Yankees and the Mets. Now, I don't think we're going to get a Subway Series. But right, I think you'll get both MVPs the way these guys are going. They're the okay. best players on the best teams. That's enough for me. Okay. Yeah. I, listen, I like that you're going out there early. I, I love like hitching your wagon to something and and let's see how it plays out. That's fun. I, well, I look, the, the Mets have staying power, right? They're not going anywhere. I've, I've said to people, yeah. the Mets are a problem this year. They're, they are very, very good, and they're only going to get better. The news yep. in the middle of the week is that Scherzer and DeGrom are on track, whatever that is. We don't know the timetable, but there has not been a setback in yep. their rehab. They're both throwing right now, so it'll be sooner rather than later. Yep. The Mets, the Mets aren't going anywhere. They're going to continue to be good, and Alonzo is going to continue to play. Yep. I don't see either one of these guys slowing down too. Now, Judge is not going to hit sixty-five, which is right. what he's on pace to do. Yep. Um, but he might. He's going to. He's going to make a run at at Maris. He's going to make a run at him for sure. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, listen, the difference between the Mets and Yankees at this point is, like you said, the Yan- the Mets are doing this without their two best pitchers. They have two Cy Young award-winning pitchers who are then going to be their one and two, which makes Chris Bassett your three. Taiwan Walker, I say. Walker's been even better. You say Walker, I say say Bassett. Either way, they they could both be all-stars at the end of the season. Your three and four pitchers are going to be all-stars. And, oh, by the way, you have a guy like Carlos Carrasco still and Tyler McGill, who are ultimately going to go to the bullpen in any kind of playoff World Series run. This team could be absolutely filthy, and they're already very good without their two best pitchers. The Yankees don't have that, like, ceiling to go to. It's not like they're going to add pieces unless they add at the trade deadline. But they've built up such a huge lead, and it's not like it can't disappear. They're nine up on the Blue Jays. But in that division, teams are just going to beat each other up. So I have a hard time believing that that lead is going to disappear the way that those teams play between the, the the Red Sox and the Rays just all, you know, pounding on each other. But they're the you talked about 40 wins. They have 46. The Mets have 41. They have 46 wins already this season. It's unbelievable. Um it feels I said to to someone the other day, this Yankees team feels different. That sounds obvious. They feel different because they feel deeper. Glaber Torres isn't even getting consistent playing time. This is a guy who, bar, like, should there be an injury, you have a guy like Glaber Torres to fill a hole. You've got multiple guys who play multiple positions. DJ LeMay, who can play anywhere on the field. Glaber Torres can play anywhere on the field. They're different. They're fun to watch for the first time in probably five years, which is exciting to say. Um, so the Mets and Yankees feel different. For very different reasons. Okay, so you don't think the Yanks are going to show up in October and have the same problems they've had the last few postseasons? 
I didn't say that because if they show, if they, you know, if it's a subway series and they're facing a guy like Scherzer and DeGrom, they've proven that they can't hit great pitching in October. So I'm not sure that that, that problem isn't going to rear its ugly head again. I just think they're better equipped to sustain injuries, which they haven't been able to do in the past. And the depth in the lineup seems different to me. Um, Higashioka is hitting. IKF is hitting. Like The guys who are just kind of role players are hitting the baseball well enough. Like Gary Sanchez couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. The difference is Higashioka uh, and Trevino are both very good catchers and who just happen to be producing offensively too. All right, one quick timeout here uh, before the before we get to your questions, comments that I know are piling up, and I will get to them. And before we tell you about a great event happening in Queensbury on Friday night, if you haven't thought about going, we'll tell you why. You do not want to miss out on a restaurant called Forty Oak Classic American Grill and its special guest this Friday. Hang on, we're back in thirty seconds on Honorado and Company. Happiness is found in simple things: the sun on your face sharing laughs at the campground getting wet relaxing together the love of family there's never been a better time to go outside and play alpenhouse pool spa boat and rv bringing families together and creating memories since 1964. And now, back to Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpenhouse. All right, Ash, here we go to Sam's Point. Yep. Uh, big weekend. Well, Huge. I want to have a golf tournament further, and I, Honorado and Company golf tournament, we can't organize that because we barely get the show on the air every week. <laughs> uh, but Sam says, huge sports weekend. Yeah, U.S. Open. Locally, we'll keep it hyper-local here. The Patroons are in the finals. It's a three-game si- series, right? It's what, not the final finals. Didn't they right? just win the? Uh, didn't they just win the Eastern Conference final? Eastern I don't conference? think so. They, that was their first playoff series last week. Boy, okay, never mind. Uh, oh, they're in the finals okay. of something. Yeah, uh, the, the, the finals of of whatever round this is. We're in Chris's finals. Yeah, uh, Albany Patroons with Coach of the Year Will Brown. That is a best of three, all at the Washington Avenue Armory, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. The professional women's bowling tour is in yep. Glens Falls. This is uh, a not major. just this weekend. This goes all, I mean, this is the longest tournament. This is longer than the NBA Finals, I think. And the NBA yeah. Finals have been going on for three weeks already. Uh, the professional bowling tour for the women is in Glens Falls. And, of course, we have the star yep. of the sport was Culkin from Rotterdam, who is uh, front and center, an absolute monster in that sport. She is awesome. Chris, this is a major championship for them. A major, and she gets to play, Liz gets to play in her own backyard. Yeah. We caught up with her yesterday. It's on our website, WNYT.com. You can check it out under the sports section. Little plug for Liz. Uh, Practice sessions yesterday, and then they start in earnest today, but there's three days of qualifying. So you get Thursday, Friday, Saturday qualifying, and then they start to cut down the field. So we hope the best for Liz because it makes things fun for us to cover. Pretty awesome, huh? The Patroons are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Ah, I knew it was the finals. Okay. That, that was yeah. a good – I mean, it, it's the finals of something. Yeah. That's good. Right. And Sam says four weeks from oh. today, if you're watching us on a Thursday, yeah, opening that day in Saratoga, summer. we will uh, do the show 
on opening day from Saratoga. Okay. Um, morning show will be live Ooh. at Saratoga Racecourse. Hour-long noon show. Oh, my goodness. And I will squeeze in Honorado and company between both of those things. Boy, I better come prepared that day. Then I've got the Cat 12 volleyball tournament oh at night. When are you going to sleep? That is a big Thursday, July 14th. Looking forward to that one. You're going to pre-sleep for that day. So Saratoga has is going to have a lot of interesting storylines, right? Mo Donegal, mm-hmm. for sure, will be here to run on the yep. Travers, I, I have to imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Brown is going to have one of the favorites in the Travers. Early voting. Big time. Uh, the horse that finished second at the Belmont, will make, is she going to be the favorite in the Alabama? Probably. Nest. Right? Nest. Uh, big uh, summer coming up in Saratoga. A lot of talk about a horse named Flightline. That people, there's a lot of buzz. I believe he has not lost a race yet. Um, my hope no. is that he comes to Saratoga. Well, what is he running? He didn't run in any of the Triple Crown races. What? Why are you going to do this to me? No, I'm, just, mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying if the hype no, is because he hasn't lost a race yet. Okay, it's, but, it's early on in his career, but he's been like, I mean, I, I believe the stat was the, the three races he's running have all been double-digit length wins. So he's like blown the field away. He's a three-year-old? I believe he is. Okay. I mean, didn't win the Florida Derby. Didn't win the Arkansas Derby. Just just hold the phone. You know, everybody just relax. We got a Belmont winner and a Preakness winner. Yeah, you always have those in some capacity. I mean, you get a lot of Triple Crown race winners who make it to Saratoga. That's just the next logical stop. They generally come. They do. Uh, he won um, the Malibu Stakes, the Grade One Malibu, as well as the Met Handicap. So he's won some races. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick wants to know who's going first overall to his Baltimore Orioles in the Major League Baseball draft. Some high school kid. Drew Jones. Go oh, take right. Drew yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You. We did talk about that. I, I don't. I have no idea, Nick. But do they need a center fielder? Because that's what he is, right? The Orioles need everything but a catcher. I know. And they're not awful. That's a cheap no. shot, but they need help. Okay. If you can go, you, you go, you're the number one pick, you take the best available player. You do. No and they made the right decision with have. they made the right decision Rutschman. with Rutschman a few years ago. And he's they've taken their time to get him up, and now he's up. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Wayne Crebet is coming to the capital region. We first yeah, told yeah. you about this last week. We had a conversation with the New York Jets great wide receiver. Second in a lot of those major categories in the receiving ranks. And Wayne Crebet will be at 40 Oak Classic American Grill Friday night. If you don't yet have reservations, you can do that online on the Facebook page. Check out 40 Oak Classic American Grill in Queensbury. Ash, this is a great opportunity. If you are a Jets fan, my brother's a diehard Jets fan. Is he going? He is absolutely going. It's 20 bucks. He better be there. To get an autograph and a picture with Wayne Krebet. He's in the ring of honor, people. 50 bucks if you want to hang out and have dinner with the guy. I mean, this is is as good of a deal as it gets. So I hope people take advantage of this. It's not all that often, right, that you get somebody like this that is so accessible. And at that number, at that price, uh, to get an autograph and a picture, and it's for a great cause. I was going to say, and oh, by the way, go ahead. It just so happens that your money all goes to Operation Santa Claus, which does good for kids in the Capital Region. So not only are you getting the benefit of having an autograph and a picture with the great Wayne Crebet, you can feel good about doing it. 
because that money's going to a good cause. You're going to help kids on Christmas, gifts, food, whatever they need. Um, It's something that's been going on here since the 70s, right? We said Operation Santa Claus, 1970s. Yeah. Awesome. I'm not an autograph guy. Right. um, But but I will I will go to do the interview and I will I'll get a picture with Wayne Corbett for sure. And look at this. Jeff Casey. The man would know. He's a Glens Falls guy. He lives up in that area. He would know. He would know. So we'll check it out. You're going to be there. It's been a while since I've seen Jeff Casey. I hope he's making his trip up. The trip I saw him up, up at the Thunder restaurant. game a couple, uh, eh, a couple months ago. At this point, probably. Yeah, been a while for me. So I hope that uh, I run into him there. NBA Finals end tonight. Ash, what do you think? No. Game seven. I think, yeah, I think they go game seven to San Fran. We're going back to San Fran. I'm on the uh, Celtics tonight. All bets off if we get to a game seven, or do you favor the home team then? Now the home team. Yep. I favor the home team. Somebody at work this morning said to me, like, it'd be great if it went to a game seven because then we get to watch it. So I'm like, I'm not watching any game seven you, on a Sunday say, night. You, first of all, you don't watch any games on any night. You wake up two hours after the game gets over and you just watch the highlights on TV. We have an event tonight, Catholic Charities, uh, the Albany Diocese. Um, if that wraps up around 8, 830 you might see the I beginning. Get home. I might watch that game. You can't watch it. You can't watch the whole thing. Throw a little something down. Keep interest going. I I might watch that game. Yeah. Nine o'clock tip. Woo boy. That's right. This would be tough. But it's a Friday. I think I can I think I can handle it on a Friday. Right? You mean That's tomorrow? Fun. You can think you can yeah. survive tomorrow with a little bit of sleep? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's possible. Um, I've said it. I'm on the lightning to win the series overall. Calderon yeah. loved it. He's referring to the Mac Gage interview and the shout out to Pizza Supreme, probably. Yes, right. Joe's, Hi, Joe. a, little, Joe's a little late jumping into the conversation. That's okay. Listen, thanks to BP. Brought all in Perth. Tweet, retweeted my tweet. BP Athletics, BP Baseball gave it some love. So hopefully all of BP was watching. Maybe that's why Joe was watching. Yeah, I hope so, too. Good pizza at Pizza Supreme, too. Check it out if you haven't already. Uh, thanks to everybody who partners up here with us on Honorado and Company. Alpenhouse, uh, we will be on location uh, at Alpenhouse very, very soon. We'll take you inside the brand-new showroom and headquarters at Novice Clothing Company. Quick shout-outs to Popeyes and KPM Restoration and Saratoga Eagle and Michelob Ultra and Pick six vodka. Get ready for a busy season for us uh, up in Saratoga with pick six vodka. We have great support on this show. Performance Industrial, we already talked about them and Bill Miller. And of course, the entire team at Marcella's Appliance Center. Thanks for watching, everybody.